Wow. It's 2024. I can't believe it. It's the start of another year. Sometimes I think, where does all the time go? As we get older, it just seems like time goes faster and faster. It's wild. But as we start looking at the year ahead, many of us are going to think about our goals, about what we want for our life, about those things called New Year's resolutions. And we're going to head into this new year with all of these great intentions to make our lives be even different and even better. And for many people, by the time they hit February or March, those goals are going to be completely out of their mind. So today, I want to share a really easy thing you can do that can help you all year round to create the life you truly want. Welcome to the Great Sex Podcast. I'm Dr. Heather Engler, an executive coach and psychotherapist focused on helping you to strengthen your relationships and create the life you truly want. Join me for candid conversations about the things you truly want to know. I really want to empower you to create the life you really want. Recently, I shared with everyone that when I started this podcast, my original intention was to talk all about love and relationships and about your relationships with sex. Well, I made a big mistake because I named the podcast The Great Sex Podcast, which is going to attract certain people, but it's also not going to attract many of the people that I really want to reach. And unfortunately, uh, we are not going to change our society's view about sex, not on this podcast today or in a week or in a year, I don't think. And if I want to keep the podcast growing, I think I need to change the name to something that is really more aligned with who I truly am and the kind of messages I want to put out into the world. Although I do want to put a positive message about sex out into the world, there's a lot of other really helpful and wonderful messages that I want to put out there. And they have to do with relationships. And when I say relationships, I'm not just talking about your relationship with your primary partner, but I'm talking about the kind of relationship you have with yourself, the kind of relationship you have with your partner, the relationship you have with family and with really close friends, with coworkers, and then also that relationship with sex. So I still do want to talk about sex, but I don't want every other episode to be an episode that's hitting you with lots of details about sex. I want to talk about many things about life because I think that's true to me. And if there's anything I believe at this age of my life, it's in being authentic and living out my life in a way that feels really genuine for who I am. And I don't really like social media. And part of marketing a podcast is putting yourself out there on social media. And if I have to do social media, I want to do social media about all of the things that are important to me. So I am going to rebrand the podcast and rename it. That's going to be coming out in several weeks. Many of you have given me input on this so far, and I really appreciate it. 
I've heard three big messages from people. I've got a certain group of people that just want to keep hearing more about sex and they want to hear about sex related, not just to women, but they want to have more episodes geared towards men. I've heard from some people that really want to hear more about love and relationships. I've heard from people that want to hear about how do you have better friendships with people and how do you get along better with coworkers or manage your relationship with your boss or even your direct reports. And then I've had people really want to hear a lot of general mental health topics that really are related to your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself and how you can go about creating your best life. So the new podcast will hopefully do all of those things because those really were my original intention when I started, with the exception of the work piece. And as I continue to think about work, I loved working in the corporate environment. I used to work at Hallmark Cards and I absolutely loved it. So I would love to be able to share some of the things I learned about how to manage relationships at work, because it's really your relationships that will determine your success in many arenas. So thank you so much for listening so far. And I appreciate all of you that gave me feedback and keep listening because I think the podcast is just going to get even better. And I am so excited. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm so excited thinking about this podcast and ways I can put some really good messages out there. So let's talk about today's topic. As we think about the new year, many of us really want to improve our lives. And so often we come up with some kind of goal. And usually it's a goal related to, I want to lose weight, or I want to get this new job at work, or I want to make more money, or I want to be a better pickleball player. Whatever your goal is, it's okay because it's your goal. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having goals. I think goals are killer. Um, But for many people, setting a goal for the year just doesn't work. And they end up not proceeding with it. And they give up by like February or even March. So they really never accomplish it. And then that ends up making them feel not very good about themselves. And if there's anything I want to help people to do, it's to feel better about themselves. So many years ago, I came across a blog post or something like that, and it was all about setting an intention for the year and doing that by choosing a word that represented what your intention was. And instead of setting goals, you really focused more on always keeping this intention or this word top of mind. So that explain this even better. The very first word that I ever chose was the word present. I wanted to be more present in my life. I'm a preoccupied person. I have ADHD. I'm oftentimes in my brain thinking about something or processing something. And even though I may look like I'm in the room with everybody else, I may be a hundred million miles away. And I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that can definitely relate to that. Present was really important to me because using the word present helped me to stay more grounded in where I was and what I was doing. And I ended up using this word all the time to bring me kind of back into the situation, into reality. 
and to stop me from being distracted by my thoughts. Being present is kind of a mindfulness technique because many people end up spending a lot of their energy worrying about the past or worrying about the future, planning the future. And when you do that or you're preoccupied in your mind, you really miss what's going on in the present moment and you miss the happiness and the joy and the peace of the present moment. So this word, I think, was especially meaningful because of all those different things that it meant. And I religiously used this word for a year. I would be in the family room with my kids hanging out and I would find myself starting to think about something and literally the word present would just flash in front of my my mind and it would pull me back into what I was doing with my kids. So for me, the word present was a really helpful intention for the year. Now, I've had lots of other words since then. I've had the word health. I've had the word peace. I've had the word slow because I am kind of always in motion and I'm very energetic, but I'm always doing 8,000 things. So for me, slow was a way of kind of slowing down and again, being present, but really enjoying the moment and slowing that frenetic pace of my life. Another word I had one year was relationships. And this one has really stuck. This one and present are probably the two words that have really stuck with me the longest because I keep thinking about them. So even though they aren't my intention this year, I still continue to think about them. So relationships became my word because I found myself working too much and I do have a tendency to be one of those people that works a lot. I'm sure a lot of people are like that. And by having the word relationships as my word of the year, I ended up dropping the things I was doing when my kids needed me. So if I had a, a child call me, and when I say child, I mean my adult kids. So like they're in their 20s and 30s. So if they would call me and say, hey, mom, you want to talk? Or, hey, mom, you want to get together today? Or, hey, mom, we're doing this. You want to join us? I would think about that intention for the year and that my word was relationships and that meant building stronger relationships to me. So I would go ahead and stop what I was doing, even if I was working on some work, knowing that the work will always be there. If we live our life with work as our highest priority, then we miss out on those relationships. So this helped me get more balanced about my work and my relationships. Because again, that work's always going to be there. I don't care if you finish it all today. It's just kind of like dirty laundry. The minute you get the laundry done, there's more laundry. The minute you get the dishes done, there's another dish in the sink. It's There's always going to be more work. So I started focusing more on relationships and wow, the payoff was absolutely ginormous. And that's the thing I will never regret and I will continue to do every year. And for me, that became so much of who I am. It's really one of the reasons I started the podcast because relationships are the most important value to me. They're the most important thing in my life that I put a lot of time and energy into. And I don't do that with everybody. I do that with a select few. And that's actually what all the research shows is that it's the 
quality of your relationships that's the most important for your happiness rather than the quantity of the relationships you have. So it's better to have three close friends that you pour into versus 12 friends that are very surface. As we think about this, I would encourage you to think about what could your word of the year be? What is a word or an intention that would help to set the pace for the year for you? What is it that you could continually remind yourself of that would keep you going in the direction that you want to go into on your journey through life that would, by the end of the year, you could look back and say, my life was better this year because I focused on this one thing. This year, my word of the year is going to be rest. It's going to be me taking a little more of a break from work and trying to enjoy life more and rest more. So I take more time to enjoy just being rather than doing. So I would really love for you to come up with a word for the year for yourself. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, then hey, drop something in the comments. I would love to know what word you come up with. I think that there's so many possibilities out there. And I think this is one simple, simple thing that can dramatically change your life. Thanks so much for listening today. And I really look forward to seeing you next time. Take care and good luck with your word of the year. I'm going to go rest.